can't pour from an empty cup. And before you give love to anybody else, you have to truly love yourself. And I think the yeah. easiest way to love yourself as a man is to be proud of yourself. And to be proud of yourself, you have to decide who you want to be inside of the metaverse, inside of the matrix. You have to decide the character you want to be and try your best to achieve it. Why do you think people struggle with uh, being proud of themselves? I think because they know they're failing. I think that most people failing in life know very well they're failing. And it doesn't matter what avatar you decide to absorb or who you decide to be. You can decide to be it and you know true in your heart if you're giving 100% of your energy towards becoming it or not. It doesn't matter if you want to become a famous musician. It doesn't matter if you want to become a bodybuilder. It doesn't matter if you want to become a pro fighter. It doesn't matter what you want to be. You know in your heart if you're actually trying. You have to decide what you want to be and try and become it. And a lot of the people who are genuinely unhappy or miserable in their hearts know they're not trying that hard. Well, and they also, I think they also focus on what everyone else is doing right or wrong and then judging outward. And everyone's like focused on this outward reflection of like what that person has and versus what they don't have. And it's all just sort of like this just cycle of negativity completely and it's just if we found ourselves especially with social media nowadays we found ourselves like most people because maybe they're not mentally strong enough to understand like wait i need to create my own value instead of looking outwards how do you think we fix it successful is all about self-definition which is what i was saying at the beginning you have to define decide who you want to be and if you're if you wanted to be joe schmo and you pull it off then you'll be a pretty happy content person to decide who you want to be i think the people who are miserable is the it's the gap between their expectations and their reality that's where the misery lies yeah. My expectations were always enormously high. Even when I was a nobody, I knew I had to be filthy rich and a kickboxer. At the age of 15, I knew that if I'm the kind of guy that if I raise my voice, people are going to care. I'm not yeah. going to be the guy who starts shouting and everyone thinks it's funny. I know I'm going to be the kind of guy who is genuinely a formidable opponent in all realms of human endeavor. I know I'm going to have money. People who are miserable are the people who don't try hard enough to obtain it because I actually believe, and this is another thing I'll say, I believe the universe is very giving. I think the universe and God himself is very giving. I've yet to meet somebody in my, all my years who is genuinely giving 100% of themselves day after day, doesn't snake anyone, firm handshake, look you in the eye, doesn't lie to nobody, and tries 100% who doesn't get what they want. I've never seen it. Every yeah. single person who doesn't have what they want, there's something in their story that doesn't quite add up. You, I've yet yeah. to see some guy who, have you ever seen a guy who eats right and trains his ass off and never misses a gym session ever not grow? It's just, that's the way the universe works, right? So if you're truly about it and you're truly trying your absolute best, you're gonna do it. And I, that's what I believe. I believe the universe is extremely giving. So when I meet somebody and they go, I really wanted this and I don't have it, I say, you didn't really want it. All Wait. like the successful people, most successful people in the world, would you say that all of them have have like something in common in the sense of like some sort of hardship in their life? It's not. I mean, trauma is extremely important. And this actually goes back into answering the first part of your question, which yeah. is interesting. There's a study I read about stress and it was uh, saying that stress, they. Uh, stress has a placebo effect attached to it because the placebo effect is extremely powerful. So they found some of the most stressed people in the world and they split them into two groups and they're all equally stressed. They all have a bunch of cortisol in their blood. People who believed they were, that stress was bad for you and that stress can hurt you and they believed those media articles were dying earlier. They were having heart attacks and they were having stress-related illnesses. The people who believe the opposite, who just said, stress is part of being successful. I like stress. When I feel stressed, I do my best. It makes me anxious. It turns my brain on. I like being stressed. Lived longer than average. Point is, the same drug, how you look at it and how your body anticipates it, how you feel about it, affects the real world results. Which goes back into what you were saying earlier about yeah. the jealousy. You're saying people look on social media and they get jealous and it demotivates them. That's because they decide to be demotivated by it. Do you know what happens when I get jealous of somebody? I fucking beat them. Yeah, <laughs> if I look at somebody who has something I ain't got, I will take it from them by hook or by crook. Well, love it. Like, I love, I wish someone could make me jealous. It's hard now. I got everything. I wish I could look at somebody and go, fucker, I'm going to beat you. 
Would you say jealousy is the number one part for motivation? Well, I don't think motivation is a real thing. I, I don't believe in motivation as a concept. I think discipline is real, and I also think discontentment is real. And I don't think it's possible for anybody to stay in a scenario where they're truly uncomfortable. If you fall asleep on your arm and your arm really starts to hurt, even in the deepest sleep, you're going to wake up yeah. and move your arm. If you sit there and your life has been in a rut for seven years, you are semi-comfortable in that rut. Sure, there's days you're pissed off. Sure, you're semi-annoyed by it. But there's also days where you just play video games, eat pizza, and you're kind of cool with it, and it's no big deal. If you were truly unhappy and uncomfortable and discontent with your scenario, you wouldn't be in it. So I think I don't believe there's anybody who's truly when I was broke, I couldn't sleep. I'm saying that, please understand me. When I was broke, I couldn't sleep. I'd be trying to go to bed thinking, how the fuck these people have Ferraris? I want a fucking well, Ferrari. I couldn't well, sleep. People aren't taught to be self-aware anymore. People are taught to just like, like I said, look at that guy, what he has, and be mad that you don't have it. Or like, if something's going on with me, I don't want to look inside and say, what's actually happening with me? Why am I this way? Why am I the person that I am today? Everyone, but I want to figure out deeply, how do you think a man specifically in this case is able to look at themselves more comfortably without holding the judgment, the fact that they don't have the stuff over themselves. Because Completely. You're totally right. I, I think there's two answers to the question. One, I think a lot of that came from chess because chess is the most ruthless game on the planet. And what chess will teach you, chess teaches you that if you lose, at some point you made a mistake. It doesn't matter if it's the smallest mistake. It doesn't matter if you just took too long, too long to think to make the right move and you run out of time on the clock. At some point, you fucked up for you to lose that game. It's 100% accountability with no luck. That's what's so important about learning chess. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, you need to, as a man, adopt the mindset that absolutely everything that happens to you is completely and utterly your fault, whether it's good or bad. Most men don't have that. When the Matrix was attacking me and they were destroying me, when they're calling up my exes trying to get fake fucking charges on me and put me in jail, when they close my bank accounts and I use 10, 11 million dollars, when they ban me on all across all social medias and lie about me, when they harass my family, when they, I'm sitting there going, this is my fault. All of this is me. I got here. It's my fault. I'm not going, that was unfair. It yeah. was orchestrated. The NGOs worked against me. Because that is not helpful. So it's accountability. It's 100% accountability in all things. But also when I go out there and I start to Bugatti, it's like, uh, that's me. This is my, this is my fault. The car is my fault and the big house is my fault and everything that ever goes wrong Successes is my fault. And the failures. Yeah, absolutely. You have to take complete and utter accountability for everything. You can't make excuses ever. Yeah. There's never an excuse. And you're right. People try and put things on the outward, outwards on the outside. It's interesting. I remember watching Forrest Gump about five years ago. I was on a plane. I can't remember where I was flying. And the beginning of Forrest Gump has a scene in it when he's sitting on the bench at the beginning. <laughs> Think about Forrest Gump. He's sitting on the bench at the beginning and there's a feather hands on him and the movie begins. Yeah. What they're saying with that is Forrest is the feather and life has just pushed him all over and put him in all these unusual scenarios. Life has directed him everywhere. Yeah. That's what the, that's what it's saying. Sure. And if you're going to be the guy and you're going to allow life to happen to you and you're not going to happen to life, then you're at mercy of the wind. Perhaps it might work out okay, but it might not, right? So you have to be the guy who goes, okay, the wind's blowing in this direction. Fuck them. I'm doing this. You have to come to life. You can't let life come to you because if you let life come to you, then you're gonna be living inside of a matrix and a system which is designed not for you to live your best life. It's designed so, for you to comply. How do you think men can build more confidence in like deciding their life instead of just letting it be decided for them? Yeah, so they have to take absolute responsibility, which is the first thing. The second thing, they have to get competence and competence is gonna allow you to have confidence. You're not gonna be good at shit if you're bad at shit. You have to be good at things. You're only gonna be confident at things if you're good at things. I know what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. So you have to go out there and take risks, and you have to make mistakes, and you have to risk it all. And and once again, this comes down to competition. I think competition is such an important thing in, in the masculine world. I grew up in the chess world, and I went into the fighting world. It was all extremely competitive. It's competition-driven. You can't make excuses. If I sit here and say I lost a fight, 
cool. You lost the fight. But I lost the fight, but my gloves, when they were wrapped up, my gloves, my hand was hurting. And then they excuses. wrapped Excuses. Yeah. Like, you have to understand that excuses don't matter. Nobody cares. Life's binary. Yeah. Winners are losers. And you just have to take absolute responsibility for them. People are so caught up when things happen. This Dang. is why. This happened to me because of this. Because of my childhood. Because of my past trauma. Because of my yeah. life. Whatever. Yeah. But people are so not taught to, like, look inwards and go towards those things. Well, so I think, well, you think victim, playing victim is a... It's, like it's an a, easy way out. Yeah. It's, it's a laziness. It's an easy way out. It's a good excuse. And it also makes you feel better about yourself. Me and my brother have another thing we do. We do this all the time. If either of us are ever complaining about anything, we say, we have this, we shut each other up. We're saying, what do you want? Do you want therapy? If you don't want therapy, what are you talking about? The main reason people complain about things is to get a dopamine rush, right? I'm unhappy, but if I sit there and I complain about it and you give me a little bit of sympathy, I feel better. The dopamine. That's sure. why they're complaining for dopamine. If someone comes to me and complains about something, it, the best thing I can do for them, because I'm a philanthropic nice man, because I'm Mr. <laughs> nice, is tell them to get fucked. I don't care. Shut up. A lot, a lot of this comes down to your social circle, because there's a whole bunch of guys out there whose friends accept excuses. If your friends will allow you to make excuses, you're going to make excuses. For if sure. your family let you make excuses, you're going to make excuses. You're going to complain out. and feel better. you got to be around killers who don't accept that shit. If I have a, if me and my, let's say me and three friends, there's four of us, and we all decide to do 10,000 push-ups a day, and all of us do them except one, there's no words inside the human language, there's no sentence he could possibly construct, no matter how compendious or concise or how intelligent the man is, that will allow us to forgive him for failing. We don't accept excuses, that is it.